Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. It doesn't feel sort of fakey or No, 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 no. It feels very high-end and luxurious. And if you're not sitting next to somebody in ripped shorts and a Mickey t-shirt, you really would believe that you were at a high-end restaurant. (laughs) I'm Robin Sessingham, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and southern charm. We're all about food in Florida. Early this year, the Orlando Sentinel awarded their Foodie Awards. Coming up, I talk to the Sentinel's food reporter to find out about some of the most exciting restaurants in and around Orlando. Support for the Zest podcast comes from Seitenbacher brand natural foods like muesli cereals, oils, oatmeal, energy bars, gluten-free fruit gummies for the kids, organic coffee, and more. Available in supermarkets, health food stores, or online at seitenbacher.com. The Orlando area has been experiencing an explosion of great restaurants. When there are so many choices, the Orlando Sentinel's Food Awards can point you towards some interesting local places to try. Amy Drew Thompson is the Orlando Sentinel's multimedia food reporter, and this was her first year taking on the gargantuan task of singling out restaurants in 50 different categories. Amy Drew Thompson is the Orlando Sentinel's multimedia food reporter. Amy, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. The 2020 Orlando Sentinel Foodie Awards. Um, you were the judge for that, for the critics' choice. Right. I had the readers had their picks, and I had mine. So the winner for the restaurant of the year is called Bim Bomb. Correct. Tell me a little bit about that restaurant. Bim Bomb began its life in Orlando as a food truck actually, that went brick and mortar in 2018, I believe, Mm -hmm. in late 2018. And it is a Portuguese slash Mexican slash a little bit of the islands. It kind of touches every place that uh, its chef is, you know, has is from. Yeah, exactly. He's he's from the Azores. He is. He's from the Azores. Mm -hmm. And uh, he spent time in Texas and fell in love with Mexican food, and he spent time in Bermuda and has a touch of the islands in him, I suppose. And he's just a wonderful, wonderful talent in the kitchen. So there must be something uniting about all this, though, that it doesn't feel like, oh, here's a Mexican dish, here's a Portuguese dish. No, not at all. I mean, there are definitely traditional Portuguese dishes that he's making, but there's a lot of a melange going on. Um, so what many did you styles. love about it so much? Well, I think that when he first uh, started, there were things coming off his food truck, and I always point to this. You could get a slide. F- the slider off his food truck was filet mignon topped with quail egg. Mm. Yeah, so on he, a food truck. Right. So who was doing that? Yeah. Nobody. So is it the detail that he goes to or his – just a perfectionist? I think I, I think that he's such a, a down-to-earth, warm person. So there's none of that um, kind of uh, cartoony 
highfalutin chefry going on, you know, with him. He's just a very down-to-earth guy who's brilliant in the kitchen. And he's got a small restaurant. Oh, the restaurant is very small. I believe it's a converted gas station. You oh, know, it's really? one of those, yeah. I think it was a, an old gas station that they uh, they converted, and it has, like, a nice little patio, and they've got some music on the weekends, and it's small, it's intimate, the staff is wonderful, and... Uh, What's the chef's name? Chico Mendonca. Okay. So... So it kind of reflects his personality. I think so, yeah. It's just very warm, and you kind of feel like you're on vacation, but also at a friend's house. Is it high-end? What What's the price point? I would say, well, let's see, the lamb burger, which I rave about all the time, I think is about $14. Okay. So it's not anything that's you know, ridiculously inaccessible. Kind of casual then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go in there. It's definitely a date night place, but you don't have to be. It's not – there's no white uh, tablecloths. And tell me about the lamb burger. Oh, what adjective haven't I used yet to talk about the lamb burger? I think just watching people taste it is all the satisfaction I need because then I feel like, see, see, don't Mm -hmm. you get it now? Um, It is just a – What's in it? Uh, grass-fed lamb, and he does a wonderful apple ginger house-made barbecue sauce, and there's a feta compote, and I'm trying to think of what else is in there. It it's sounds just wonderful. It's amazing. It's it's messy. Uh, cut it in half. It's on a bun. Grab a napkin. It's on a beautiful, beautiful bun, and uh, dig in. It's just juicy and amazing. So that won your restaurant of the year, and not even one best burger. I think the, uh, Bembo oh, was also the, that yes. lamb burger. I couldn't, bur- I couldn't not. It and it it pains me because I want to give kind of I want to spread the love, but mm-hmm. that burger really deserved it. And I think that for the folks who read the foodies who aren't necessarily curious about Mexican or Portuguese food, I thought. If you love burgers, you should really just go try the burger, even if you don't want to touch a cod fritter. With a 10-foot pole, you should try this burger. One thing I was curious about was um, the best theme park restaurant. So Orlando's the home for Disney and all the theme parks. Sure. What – and some of them have some really good restaurants. Yes, getting better and better. They are, Mm -hmm. aren't they? So what did you have for the best theme park restaurant? I picked Tiffin's, which is a restaurant at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh, I would never think of Animal Kingdom. It's absolutely beautiful. The food is inventive. It touches Africa. And it's really just a beautiful place. And the Nomad Lounge there, which is the the lounge, the bar, is just an exceptional place to have a drink. I mean, it's really a departure. It's a park departure. What makes it so special? It's just, it's a lovely atmosphere, beautiful craft cocktails, and it just doesn't feel if you, you know, if you look at it, it just, you don't feel like you're in a theme park. It doesn't feel sort of fakey or No, 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 no. It feels very high-end and luxurious, and if you're not sitting next to somebody in ripped shorts and a Mickey t-shirt, you really would believe that you were at a high-end restaurant. <laughs> so what's, what kind of food do they have at Tiffin's? Is it some kind of African food? or Yeah, it's sort of, uh, it's a melange for sure. The food is incredible there. It's, it's reliably incredible. It's a beautiful place, and of course, it's Disney, so you can go for date night, but it's sort of like date night with your kids if you need to. Okay. <laughs> um, talk about a couple other exciting new restaurants or promising chefs in Orlando that um, 
maybe you discovered while you were doing these awards? Well, right on the cusp of the foodies dropping, um, Chef Henry Moso from Kabuki Sushi was named a semifinalist for the James Beard Awards for Rising Star Chef of the Year. So that nomination came down right before the foodies dropped, but I had already selected Kabuki as my top sushi pick. Uh, That was a nice little marriage there that happened, but he was already in the books, and uh, his second Kabuki opened this year. Amazing. So it sounds like the restaurant scene in Orlando is exploding. Yeah, it's been. It's just been sort of a steady expansion. So um, there were the Reader's Choice Awards then. That was completely out of your domain. I had nothing. I'm putting my hands up for anybody. That's your visual. I had nothing to do with it. Those were all the reader picks. So the readers nominated and the readers voted. Correct. So were there any surprises there? Who who was their um, best restaurant overall? Their best restaurant, that's a funny story, was a restaurant called Cress, uh, which is out in Deland. It is run by Chef Hari Pulapaka and his wife, Jennifer. Um, he is also a tenured math professor at Stetson University. Oh, really? And he is a multiple James Beard nominee. Oh, so what and kind of food is that? She, I should finish, she is a podiatric surgeon by day and a wine director by night. So they are really kind of, I don't know when they sleep. Renaissance couple. Absolutely. <laughs> what kind of food is – so it's C-R-E-S-S. Correct. The readers loved it. What kind of food is that? The funny thing is, is that I've never been to Cress. So that's on my list oh, for this year. So okay. I couldn't consider it. I wouldn't consider anything that I haven't, you know, been to myself. So, so that's I a, have to get out to Cress. And that's in Deland. That is out in Where Deland. Stetson is. So that's Correct. not Orlando proper. That's a little bit north of Orlando. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the Food Awards. It is so Central it's Florida. Orlando and surroundings. Sure. Any other surprises from the Reader's Choice Awards? I, I Not really for me, I don't think. Um, uh, I did see, you know, some chatter online because uh, last year apparently there were a lot of chain restaurants that uh, achieved high honors in the Foodie Awards. This year, chain was its own category. So that was the only place where Perfect. folks were allowed to vote. And Chick-fil-A was the big winner. Apparently. I think that's a great idea because when I look at the Reader's Choice Awards for newspapers – you know, that's why the chain restaurants are really popular. You know, a lot of people are going to those chain restaurants. They That's what they know, and that's what they're voting on. So I think making that its own category was a really smart move, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That was I, I really feel like the Foodie Awards should reflect the local places, the independent right. places. And if folks are coming to visit, they might find the Foodie Awards somewhere in their online search and be able to search, you know, locally. And, yeah. of course, there are a lot of other – and Chick-fil-A is and, no surprise. You know, no, no one I needs to go discover Chick-fil-A. Everyone no, already knows about Chick-fil-A. That's precisely right. If yeah. you can eat it in Kansas, you know, or or New York or Texas, then no, it's not Orlando local. And I think that it shouldn't really be a part yeah. of, uh, you know, everybody knows that already. We want people to discover the things that make Orlando unique, not the things that Orlando has in common with everybody else. So as we discussed, 50 categories – Three restaurants in every category mm-hmm. got awards. What stood out to you? There must have been a couple that you couldn't wait to give awards to. Bam Bam was one of them, yeah. for sure. 
Um, Best Newcomer was tight in my mind because there were a lot of good new um, restaurants this year, and there always seemed to be. Um, But Susuru was, I think, very deserving of it. And How do you spell that? S-U-S-U-R-U, Susuru. Hmm. What kind of food is that? Uh, Japanese, Mm -hmm. um, lots of yakitori, kushiyaki, skewers, ramen, um, just really good pub food, Mm -hmm. uh, really fun drinks, and a very open, colorful, playful atmosphere. For folks to go in and enjoy. That was you said that was a tight race. That was a, yeah, because there were a lot of really good ones. But I think that I think that that I feel very comfortable with that as my best new restaurant pick. Amy Drew Thompson, where can people find you online? Uh, I am at Amy Drew, so it's at Amy Drew A M Y D R double O. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being here. Give us a lot of good new places to try. This was a delight. Amy Drew Thompson, the Orlando Sentinel's food reporter. Thanks so much for joining us. We're always looking for stories about Florida food. So if you got an idea for us, you can contact us on our Facebook page, The Zest Podcast, or write me, Robin, R-O-B-I-N, at thezestpodcast.com. I'm Robin Sessingham. Delia Cologne and I produce The Zest with help from Cheyenne Jaglal and Mark Hayes. Copyright 2020, WUSF Public Media, University of South Florida.